Good morning, good evening, and welcome to Dreamcatchers, the podcast that helps you to realise your dreams. My name's Joanna, and I'm so excited to be here today with you in this guided visualisation episode. In this episode, I will guide you through an exercise that will help you mentally rehearse new habits, get clarity, work through discomfort, speak with your inner child or future self, and work with your shadow. Mental rehearsal is critical in allowing you to lay the neural foundations for you to step into that best version of yourself. Visualization is such a powerful practice of self-care and introspection. So get cozy, turn down the lights, light an incense, and romanticize this practice for yourself. It is truly a luxury. It's best to listen in a relaxed and calm state, just before bed or first thing in the morning, which is when your subconscious mind is the most open to suggestion. As always, please take your due diligence with this work. I'm not a medical professional, so please seek professional help from a doctor or a therapist if you need it. And also, please don't listen whilst you're driving or operating heavy machinery. With all of that out of the way, please rate, review, subscribe, and tag me in a photo of your self-care space. My handle is lovesickillustrations on Instagram. I'll see you in the episode. Today again is a discovery episode where we're going to talk about grabbing procrastination by the cojones and doing those damn hard things we promised ourselves we would do. Procrastination is a human phenomenon as old as time. Even Aristotle has a word for it, which is a crazier, which describes a state where you are acting against your better judgment. Does that sound familiar? Procrastination happens due to what behavioral psychology calls time inconsistency where the mind values immediate rewards more highly than future rewards. Whilst our future self might have big dreams, our present self is the only one who can take action, and that version of ourselves is hardwired to prefer instant gratification. So if you ever observe yourself making up excuses not to do the thing, which is something that we all do, just know that it's not necessarily because you're inherently lazy or incompetent, Your brain is hardwired towards seeking pleasure, which has evolutionary advantages. Unfortunately, there is a gap between what gives us pleasure and what provides us with happiness. Pleasure is usually about getting something and is often achieved with substances, whereas happiness is more about contentment, fulfillment, satisfaction, which means taking action and often doing things that you don't want to do. So how do we overcome procrastination? One way we can motivate ourselves into action is through future selfing, which is pretty self-explanatory. To do this, you really need to get honest with yourself about an aspect of your life. Say it's your relationship to your family or to your body, for example. And then imagine in detail how your life would look in a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years from now, if you kept going in this direction. The point here is to really connect with this vision of your future self. See it in great detail, feel all the feelings associated, and even have a conversation with yourself. Get real about where you are, what you look like, who, if anyone, is around you. Feel all the emotions deeply, Are you afraid, disconnected, lonely? 
What regrets do you have? You see, taking action again and again compounds and the sum is often greater than its parts. By consistently showing up for yourself in your relationships or your relationship to yourself, decades down the line, the fruits of your labor will be rosy, even if it's not something you feel like doing in the present moment. Equally, the sum of avoidance compounds. Maybe you make more excuses for yourself. You don't show up as well in your relationships. You're more anxious, sad, and you don't really feel like you can achieve things. Motivation is a muscle after all. I think future selfing as a method works because of two reasons. Firstly, our minds are designed to avoid pain. And secondly, our subconscious mind doesn't really understand the difference between what's happening in real life and what's happening in your mind's eye. The associated sensations in your body, such as anger and increased heart rate, for all your subconscious mind knows, are actually happening in real life. So by showing our brains this vision of our future self suffering, even though it's our future self, the brain is tricked into thinking it's happening now. We're motivated to take action towards relieving ourselves of the associated mental suffering. And therefore, the immediate pleasure is not such a potent motivator. My second method comes from my... My second method comes from what Mark Twain describes as eating the frog. And this is doing the thing that you want to do least first, which makes the rest of your day pretty cruisy. If you've heard of Tony Robbins, then you'll know all about his morning ritual, which is called his priming routine. And if you don't know Tony Robbins, then I highly recommend his content. He is the big cheese of personal development. In one part of his morning routine is that he jumps into freezing cold water. He says that there's never been a day where he looks forward to this, but he always sees it through. It's all about showing the mind that you can and should do hard things. And in Tony's own words, when I say go, we go. This is a mantra that I say to myself as I walk out the door to the gym or just before I start another rep or when I'm taking the stairs in front instead of the elevator. Even though these seem like silly little ways, I'm hopefully training a muscle so that in the future, if anything really tricky comes along, I can make myself do it. For example, I don't have a plunge pool and I, in fact, despise cold water. I rarely actually go in the sea and my showers are always piping hot. But recently, I've made a deal with myself that at the end of the shower, I'm gonna stand in freezing water for six seconds. I count to five and then I make myself wait for another beat. Even though it's winter in Melbourne and my apartment is bloody freezing, I just get it done and I'm hopefully showing my mind that we can do tricky shit and that when I say go, we go. My final technique is Mel Robbins's five second rule. I absolutely love this woman. She's an ep excellent speaker and she speaks a lot on procrastination and how to actually move into action. Uh, this technique is so simple and it's so genius um, and it's basically where you decide on the action you're going to take whether it's to get out of bed or get off Instagram or get out the door and what you do is you count from five to one in your head and you just go for it. 
Whilst Mel accidentally stumbled across this technique, there's so much science behind why it actually works. Our brains are designed to stop us from doing things that are uncertain, scary or new. Our brains will stop us by making us overthink, overanalyze and hesitate. The five second rule is a form of metacognition. It helps us to hijack the system by taking us out of our heads and moving us into action before our mind can stop us in our tracks. This is because making the conscious decision to count backwards from five to one activates our prefrontal cortex, which is the rational parts of our brain. And so those over-analytical, self-doubty type thoughts don't have room to form. Why it can help us on the road to success can be explained by two psychological principles. The first is the locus of control principle. In the world, there are basically two types of people. People who believe they're in control of their lives, so they have an internal locus of control, and people who believe that life happens to them, so they're a victim to how fate might fall. In Mel's own words, people with an internal locus are generally happier. They're more successful, more productive. So how do we nurture this internal locus? We need to look towards the psychological phenomena, phenomena called a bias towards action. That is, being someone who's more likely to take action rather than having a bias towards thinking. This is where the five second rule is so powerful because again, motivation is a muscle. By taking action again and again on your desires, commitments and instincts, you become someone with an internal locus and you take back control. This is where the second major principle comes in, which is called behavioral flexibility and basically speaks to the discovery that our brains never stop growing and we have the ability to learn throughout our lifestyle. Say you're someone who is quote unquote lazy or shy. By using this method, it can propel you to speak up or get up. So you can create a behavior so that over time it becomes your default. This allows you to take back control and redefine your personality traits. So when it comes to beating procrastination, it turns out that we just need to commit to action. There's no other way around it. We can plan, envision, rehearse until the cows come home, but it's likely to amount to nothing if we don't actually do. Now, there is a lot to be said for taking our time and doing our due diligence. Some things just need mulling over and won't be helped by riskiness, hastiness or impulsivity. But I do feel like we instinctively know what these are. So that's all for today. I want to say thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it valuable. To go over a quick summary, the tools I've spoken about today are future selfing, which is showing ourselves the result of long-term happiness um, versus falling for short-term pleasure or avoidance. The second is eating the frog, which is doing what's hardest first. And the third is the five-second rule, which can help us propel ourselves into action. These tools are helping you to do what's right for you in the moment and live fuller. It's about teaching our minds to go towards behavior that if we repeat over a long time, will bring value, happiness, and hopefully success. So thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed and keep an ear out for next week's uh, guided visualization. Uh, it should be a really good episode. Um, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with uh, anyone you think will benefit. See ya.